not be able to touch my toes, but I will still fuck these. I might not be able to touch my toes, but I will still fuck these. You take steps to get to the sex, I just flex. Like Lex, dance moves with the pecs. It be like, damn, that man smooth like a Corvette. I'm gonna put some fucking respect on The constant usage of like wrestling and video games. Strong, strong man shit. Like a lot of the weird parallel. A lot of the best rappers or the most lyrical rappers they use nerd shit in their songs. Tony fucking starts. There's nobody out there, and I'm not going back and forth with y'all. Nobody better than Ghostface. Like Ghostface should be in if if you. I want somebody who can hit me with that ribbity, bip, 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 like like it's it's Ghostface like all of them all of them y'all y'all didn't even y'all weren't even outside when the Ghostface when the fucking Wu Tang game came out. Oh, remember that. son? What? Oh my! I man. forgot about the Wu Tang game. Oh my god! It was. I used to get my ass kicked on that game too. That shit was not easy. Like. I didn't respect it like as a kid, and I remember like going back to play it as, as like a teenager, and then like early in college, I was like, "These niggas made a real game." Like they don't get enough credit for that. Like motherfuckers like really like just ahead of their time, like before social media. Like that was some groundbreaking shit. Like Def Jam Vendetta was like that was the shit. I hated Snoop. Like Snoop was Snoop was a dick. Crow. Tr- like hated fighting him. Fucking uh, Fat Joe. Or crack, yeah. That shit was terrible to fight him. Um, Red Man had one of the best enders, like just annihilating your nuts. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like y'all really like. They actually got to show their personality, which was great. That that was probably the best part about it. It's like these are individuals. Like, oh, I get paid to come in the studio and just I can do what the fuck I want. Man, like, really? David Banner let y'all know like what he was on for real. Like, right. I'm I'm just I'm just here to just. Just beat the dog shit out you. Yes. I don't care about none of that. Yes. Bullshit you talking. All that. I, I, I'm here to beat the dog shit out you with no shirt on. And I'm dirty. Dirty as fuck. Like, I know them niggas had, like, them niggas probably had a great fucking time, like, when that shit, like, first hit to go in there and, like, help create their fucking, yeah, that shit was dope. Let's go in there and just, I can say, I can say what I want, but real, oh, this is going to be wonderful. And then you get to play with yourself. <laughs> I don't know like I feel like I've said this before I don't know like how that would look Now What do you mean? Like if they were like to try to do it Well I guess you couldn't do Def Jam Vendetta I don't know like who's on what label now But like I mean I feel like the paperwork of that would probably be like hard to do But just like who Would be like the rappers you'd give a fuck about To watch fight Like I feel like rappers like you know <sighs> Even a nigga was still like getting shot, like you could still like in your mind go. There was part of you that goes like, "Oh yeah, this rapper like kick ass." Like this rapper would like fight. I don't know who like fights now. Like if it was nah. like like little such and such. This sounds so old. <laughs> like, it yeah, would like, kind of. Yeah. It would. I think it would have to be kind of like. I really. I don't know. I think the baby would probably make it. The baby and Twenty One Savage have to be on there. Uh, be, yes, and he has to say that. line. He has to say that uh, line. Beat the shit out! What did he? Would that be like his startup line, or would that be like his like finishing move? That'd line? be like his thing. Like he's just leaning against something, uh, and be, somebody walks that's up. That's a good intro. Yeah. That might damn Twenty One already has the best like, intro. How in dare the game. you challenge me? I'm the real one. I, I beat, beat the, the shit fuck. out. Wow! <laughs> somebody tap in, bro. Like this is this is an amazing idea. Right. Kind of like, uh, I guess, like Injustice. Like, everybody can kind of have their own little quirk smart. or funniness to it. Wow, they should do it. Like, I think, okay, Netherrealm should tap in with, like, some rappers. If y'all going to do another Def Jam Vendetta. They should. Like, because Netherrealm, I just feel like, has, yeah, because you got to make it real. Like, I would have said, like, whoever does, like, fucking, like, I like Tekken, but it's too much, like, psh, psh, Yeah, nah, psh, it's too. And same thing with, like, um, Street Fighter. Make it, like, fucking Smash Brothers or some shit. It'd be terrible. Yeah, no, nah, you got to. It's got to be realistic, and they already add different characters into the Mortal Kombat universe anyway. They kind of, they kind of have like kind of killed it with the fucking like I guess dynamic of fighting games because it's like, hey, we'll just continue this shit. 
we can just we, we found a formula. Let's stick with the formula that works and just continue the storyline because we can. I wonder if like after, I mean like at the five is one of the first ones to go full digital for like the next go around. Like you know had the PS4, right? And they had like the next gen PS4 one, but I feel like. It, when they do like the new PS5, like after this version, because oh shit, everybody crazy, like oh y'all who went and bought one, like if they do what they did last time, there's gonna be another version, another batch. Shit goes like full digital. I wonder how, like, I wonder how that changes like the tech or game industry because you almost don't essentially the way, like, say you upgrade your computers and shit, you really just have to make new systems because making new games, you just really make them for digital platforms. So we right. could just rearrange this bitch. Oh shit, like we made. You know, God of War comes out. We want God of War 7. We could just kind of continuously rearrange this continuing it's story. It's just an update. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been seeing stuff like that in movies for years. That's Virtual reality and people sitting in some sort of chair. You don't actually need a disc or anything. You just plug in. Shit updates automatically. You're immersed in this brand new world that is super extensive. And you can go in. Like, I we're about getting that. towards that reality thought about that the other day and i'm not gonna go into this movie because one i fell asleep and i didn't finish it <laughs> but two it's fucking you know christopher nolan and like clearly anything outside i mean batman was pretty good but like anything where he's to his own devices he just is gonna get us some weird shit so i started watching tenant and <sighs> i have to watch that one good two it'll t- like you have to pay attention, and I feel like it'll still require a second go through. Like Inception, you kind of caught on to Inception. Or like, oh, we're in the dream shit. This shit, where they do the fucking time thing, I'm like, oh, nigga, like I gotta come back and because I don't necessarily fully understand how they. I know it's dealing with time. I know they move back and forth through time, but like the mechanics of how it works, which probably is unnecessary to the story to enjoy the movie. But I'm fucking me, so I like I need to go back and listen to her do to her explain it. But is this time's Inception? Yeah. Basically, it's like, yeah, it's like that's how I looked at it. It's yeah, it's like, you know, Inception was in the dream world and you can whatever. I feel like in the world of like making full universes, if you just put it all in one, like because Inception, I feel like could work in a world where you niggas like do the tenant thing because things are anyways, go watch the movie. It's actually good (laughs) shit. But I was just like, I was like, I was like, damn, just speaking of digital shit, I was like the whole way movies are done is now completely upended because. I'm not going to the movie. This is a technically movie that I should have been watching in theaters, but I'm just streaming it at the house. Like Marvel is dropping TV show series, basically movies that are turned into series. Same on, thing on with Disney the, Plus. The fucking Snyder Cut is like, hey, if we were to put this in theaters, like I thought at first, I was thinking of the pandemic, like, oh, it's ruined Hollywood, but I was like, no. It gave these motherfuckers an extensive avenue because it's yep. like, you know, if you like all the shit that you might have to put on the cutting room floor, it's like, nope, I made this movie and it's six hours. I can really give the people six hours of shit. That's one season. Hour long episodes, six shows. That's technically you can have that as one season. Hollywood started Corona. <laughs> I take <laughs> you could. You could well, you would have to say the powers that be and whoever, because really the movie industry, media, entertainment, all that stuff is really ran by what five companies. Yeah, and I'm sure they're in the mix of all of what goes on in the world. So you could really say that it's possible. Like, oh, hey, yeah, we they... need we need this to happen to kind of save some money here and there and kind of cut quarters. So yeah, they're doing that <laughs> scary rich shit. Like, oh yeah, I bought like you know I'm I'm on a you know G five I'm going to an island not like bro this nigga's really like i don't know it it has to be some sort of a and i know we're going to sound like conspiracy theorists i don't care that but it it really is a false term and we can talk a lot about (laughs) false terminologies and divisive wordplay to kind of separate people when really there's no separation amongst us but People have been talking about what we're going through now for the last three years. We just didn't have a specific thing. Like, I saw saw that earlier today, like, Reza Islam, he posted a post showing, like, hey, I was telling you guys what was going to happen in 2018, just to throw it back. And exactly what he said was going to happen in the same things he brought up two years ago. They're talking about now, and they're starting to come into fruition. He's like, I told y'all 2020 is when they're going to do all this shit, and y'all thought I was joking. 
the fact that people can figure out the system because it's the same game plan that they've been doing since the beginning of fucking Inception. Yeah. That, like, I mean, that y'all was, didn't even change shit. You just changed how you do it. That was like, even with the fucking Corona or whatever shit, like, it was during Obama's administration that they had already come out with, like, ways to, like, deal with some fucking outbreak. Like, that was already a thing. How so. did how did I know during my presidency to set up something that was going to get actually legitimized in the terms after? Like, I knew to leave this behind. How did I know? I don't know, man. And I've, like, my homeboy, we've, we've had some conversations about politics and all that stuff. He's like, all all of them are related somehow, some way. Like, they're all connected. And I was like, eh. And I saw something. It was I forgot who it was talking about, but it was showing how... Barack Obama is connected to to the Bush family. Oh yeah, like they're all like related, related. Like, like, they're literally. all like literally. Mm-hmm. We're like extended family. Like mm-hmm. we grew up to get like damn. All these all these politicians really do know each other. Like they are no, yeah, like, somehow some way connected. I don't know what comedian said that shit, but it's like even taken away from like the super conspiracy. Like they're all related, even though we just said they are. Right. But like just in general, just base level. When the motherfuckers get out of session, like when they stop debating. They all go to the same restaurants to eat. Like, like the same way you and me sitting, you really, you didn't number on me with that bill. Right. I don't give a, like, it's, right. we're the only motherfuckers out here, like, yeah. them niggas is like, all right, man. You know I'm going to do this, right? Is it going to affect me positively or negatively? It's going to affect you negatively. How much time do I have to prepare? Well, if you do this, you can prepare for it. So after I get my shine during this time, you can actually come here during this time and it'll be in your favor. Okay, cool. Ready? Break. And we're the only ones that it's a goddamn because we we're stupid because we're stupid. We're just we're stupid. We're too busy listening to we're not informed. We're we're I take that back. Yeah, you're right. Not informed. We're we're conditioned to accept the information that we are told as opposed to doing our own due diligence and looking for the research to support whatever we're hearing or debunk it. Yeah, I think we look for information to already like like people don't research to literally get like i want to know what's going on it's like i'm gonna actively look for research that already confirms my bias so it's not really like oh you know i have this perception and i need to go find stuff that already like backs this perception but i'm not really doing research hey people you guys out there in case you're wondering you guys too since i'm looking at both phones when you do research i said this before on the show Everybody's like, oh, my research supports this. There's always going to be research to support you because you're going to find it. You're going to look for it. That's part of research is finding something to support your claim. But even when you find research and it says like, hey, clinical data that was supported by this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah on a web page, scroll down to the bottom of the article or the web page and it tells you who supports this information. It also lets you know that that's not 100% unbiased information. You have to find something that's outside of your perspective to be able to, you know, put the pieces together. It makes a puzzle. Like, you don't just find, hey, I got the face right here, and that's the whole picture because I only care about the face. Like, no, bitch, you need, you like need even, the background, too. Even, like, not just articles, like, even journals, like, which aren't always unbiased, but you get, like, you know, more empirical data. And if you don't want to read journals because they get a little dry, I don't like reading journals myself all the time. Find a motherfucker who reads the journal so you can kind of get like, this is what this journal says. This is what this journal says. And then you can kind of like, that's how you know you got an opinion. Like, okay, there's, I know the good and the bad of this side. Now let's do some kind of comparison. And then you can, you know, a little more, just be a little more informed. You can have your bias, but you should be okay if something like blows your bias up. Here's, Here's where education is important. Everybody that has a master's degree and above, you've done research papers. You had to do like not little ones. You had to do big research papers that take months to support whatever question randomly came to your mind. So you had to go find shit to support it. Even if it's a complete bullshit question, you can find plenty evidence to support whatever it is that you're trying to talk about. So we know how shit can get fabricated or things can be painted in a certain way for you to understand it to their benefit as opposed to your own. And yet we still fall for the okie doke as if we didn't all have to pay $50,000 to do it ourselves. Yeah. Because we're stupid. I'm in. I just started a new book, guys. Like, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in chapter two. Like, I've, I've started chapter two of this book. I might be, like, halfway through that chapter. And the book is called The Man Not. If you want to go read it, I would. I'm already locked no, in. No, ma'am. 
like it's it's a book that basically talks about you know race and gender and 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 genre and fucking all these aspects of the black man's experience in America period but like definitely in America and he already comes out the gate like yes all of these things that you might have read been told in these perspectives they sound good and these works just to, it's all a lie yeah to kind of back piggyback what you said all these works are you know that this this book and this book and this journal and this researcher they back these narratives that we are these like walking monster motherfuckers and we you know we, and it's like hey by the way though but like there's all this information that they damn they look like they purposely left out that kind of makes us not look like flat out bullshit but they skewed this so we can have because the, they already in their minds the researcher said this is what i view niggas to be I'm going to go find information that sounds good so I can and leave out all of this over here. All these, some of it is nuanced and some of it is flat out. You just didn't, you just didn't, you just chose to not write that. They, that was, they <laughs> burned scary. some of it too to make sure that nobody else had access to it, which means they really understood that having access to the true information was detrimental to their research study. Yeah. It's going to fuck up everything that i'm trying to prove right now so let's just burn it and make sure it doesn't exist now granted you still have the people oh yes let's kill the people too and we can just rewrite this whole shit any aspect of whatever you're thinking that applies and it's true why because history well his story yeah there's just well this is probably where life is gonna head but like we always say bro like there's there's 50,000 perspectives to a thing motherfuckers be like you know I, I mean I, I I get that that could probably get exhausting I know that like you know if you make it something fun you know even that little saying of like you know if you do something you like you know you never work a day in your life like you have to get to a point of enjoying like all the perspective shits and I know everybody's not like that but I don't know man sometimes like just like oh this is what it is but it ain't like you know like this is not even this isn't even a good way like to like, you know, like it's, it takes nothing to, I shouldn't say it takes nothing, but it just is sometimes better. You know, you don't want to be in your head all day with every fucking uh, Dr. Strange with 14 <laughs> billion possibilities. But you know, man, like, you know, maybe 10 to 12. Cause y'all just say, people just say shit in any perspective. Like, you know, we're going to, going to drop some shit, you know, whatever, whatever things have happened this week, bet money is going to be like, this is a hundred percent wrong. And I'm, I promise you we're going to find a way to tell you it's not. No, I mean, it's it's already started. It's already started because there's a certain level of of information that we get. Those of us here at like ground zero, we're not floating in like the rafters in the sky living oh, yeah. amongst, you know, the higher levels of people, quote unquote. But those of us down here, we receive information a certain way. And we have received it that same way for so long that we start to gravitate to how that information is given to us to where we don't believe something that is counter to that. And that becomes an issue for us as individuals, but for the grand scheme of how everything is supposed to go, it actually fits and it works and it continues to do so. And we're going to get to telling you, not all the ways, but we have, a, there's a couple of things that have happened this week that have let people know like, hey, the way you're receiving this information isn't for your best interest. And maybe you should step outside of your own comprehension to really understand this properly. Or people going out of their way to. This is how sometimes I feel like, you know, you know, somebody's hitting on some shit that makes a bit of a point because you're not attacking their point. You're attacking the person because like, right. like last week we talked about, you know, the Kevin Samuels dude, the relationship. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's his name. He's been blowing like every half-ass podcast I listen to to Hugh, like they're talking about this dude and his you know situation and his you know platform and stuff. And a big thing that comes out, and I don't know the man's life head to tails, but it's a lot of you looking zesty, you know, you looking gay. And I was right. like, if he was, if bro was like full fledged, give me the booty hole. That doesn't negate what he said that made sense. And I noticed, like, you know, I don't, shit, I've done it. Everybody's done it. But at least to notice it, that, like, you're not, you what what that that statement right there made sense. That statement might have made 100, 1,000% sense. But, you know, person has a past. That can exist. We can discredit this person for that past. We can, you know, what's that shit? A broken clock is right twice a day. Right. The, we can say this person is gay, trash, whatever. But that shit that motherfucker said was right motherfucker like somebody's or, personal preference has nothing to do with fact 
Like communication is universal. How you can work within a relationship and make it work in a positive way is universal. How you can pay attention to yourself is universal. There's different confines that you can fluctuate within to help you understand it because we all receive and perceive information a little bit differently. But the information is concrete. It's the same. Whether you believe that prayer is going to help you get more connected to God or spirituality and meditating is going to help you get closer to a higher power. Like it's, it's the same thing. You're just saying it two different ways. So when you look at somebody, because you don't embody the vision of what I would like to receive this information from, I'm going to tear that down, but I'm, com- I'm going to completely disregard the information. Two things. That's a problem. To me, a lot of times when I see people do that, I feel like, you notice what that person said made tons of sense. You notice right. that it blew up whatever your your version of it was. So you're going out of your way to try to just discredit all this other shit because that shit made sense regardless if you liked him or not. Because shit, you talked about school earlier. We've all had th- hundreds of fucking teachers you didn't like. That didn't mean what the motherfucker told you was not a hundred percent whatever the fuck they knew to talk about or whatever. Right. Like, but I saw this talked about a lot. Like, and I've heard people say this, and I was just wondering, like, your take is um because there was two sides to it people were saying like oh he's been divorced x amount of times or whatever i don't really know so he clearly can't have any opinion on relationships or how you know marriages work and not to say everybody but there's a lot you know a lot of motherfuckers was pulling out you know steve harvey's book and that doesn't mean that steve doesn't have perspective or not like I know, you know, motherfuckers like I know how to fight now because I lost four, four or five times. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so I've been in a relationship. I've done this, this, and this bad. So I know I'm an expert up to this point. Now, after this, you still got to, even if I told you all the whatevers, that doesn't mean that this advice is invalid because I've had losses. Well, shit, this motherfucker took, you know, Hove did that so you ain't have to go through that. Like, so thank you. Like, all right, cool. Like, you right. took this L and this L, so you probably do have a perspective. Because motherfuckers who are out here being perfect, some of these motherfuckers are just out here lying and whatever. And so I would respect a motherfucker to go, nah, I fucked this up 50,000 times. Like, But if you come back and say, I fucked this up 50 times, but you got a different thing every 50, I'm definitely fucking with you. If you right. come back and tell me the same thing 10 times straight, now I heard you, nah, now you need to step back because I don't. But it, it sounds good depending on how you're altering the story. Because when we talk about said billionaires that helped change the world, you know, your Walt Disney's and, and Edison's and people of this nature, they failed something hundreds of times and then they got it right one time. Y'all not up here talking about Tesla. Not, not Nikolai Tesla, who got his shit stolen or, you know, swept under the rug by Edison because he actually wasn't the smartest Tesla, but... Was a He's like, a good businessman who knew how to steal some shit and finesse his way to the top, kind of like Trump did. But Word. we're not talking about Nikolai Tesla specifically. But yes, people like him. I ascended to this rank of being very knowledgeable in this one avenue because I failed 50,000 fucking times on the way. And we're, oh, that's a great story. You have to fail many times and. If you fall down seven times, you get back up eight. It, it sounds good in theory when you give it some frou-frou type saying to make it sound mm-hmm. good. But when it comes to actually applying these things to your life, it's a little bit more difficult. And it's not as savory to people. Why? Because it sucks to fall down 50,000 times and fail, especially as it pertains to mental health. If your mental health is not strong or you don't have the right support system, you only need to fail three times to consider yourself a failure. And you're going to start to speak that into existence for yourself. Somebody has to have a certain level of resiliency to continue to get up and continue to understand that this failure is making me better. Y'all just be posting shit. Y'all just don't don't comprehend it at all. Like you're just you're spewing something out. Simply because it makes you feel good. But the application is the truth. I can sit up here and like we we used analogies for the last couple weeks as far as fighting is concerned. Like Mm -hmm. I can hit a heavy bag all day long and look combos is crispy on that mug. I can hit the mitts and look real good. But until you get in the ring and get punched in your mouth or until you lose, that's when you're like, oh, that's where I messed up at. And that's what makes me great. All the greatest fighters have lost. I said this last week, Floyd included. 
He lost before he reached the pro level, but he still lost and learned from it. That boy gonna fuck around and lose to a fucking, uh, I don't know, gas station worker in a minute with these stupid-ass fights. Like. As long as he gets paid, I don't think he cares too much, and I think he's gonna finesse whatever he needs to finesse to make himself look good, which is yeah. he's he spent enough time being the pawn or the puppet and getting money for that to understand, oh, this is the game? Oh, let me get let me control this myself. So that's where he's at now, but that still applies to the analogy. I've been down long enough to be able to understand how to get up. We, as emotional creatures and beings and whatever the fuck you would like to identify yourself as, you get so emotional when it comes to adversity. I just can't do this. It's so hard. I'm just so tired of shut up. As long as you're alive, you're going to have adversity. But your your greatness comes from getting through that. Your greatness doesn't come from hitting the lotto one great time. Like, there's plenty of people that had one great idea. You have to continue this idea, though. You have to continue to replicate whatever it is you're doing. And if you only did it one time and you didn't learn from that greatness because you were too busy enjoying it, did you really get better? No. Because speaking of... This is just a story that we talked about this week, too. Speaking of emotions and just those motherfuckers just completely running rampant and causing wild chaos. I think I might have heard one song from this girl. And uh, I, I believe the name is Anne-Marie. She's a singer. Anne-Marie? A- no, I'm not. I'm I know. Not, I know. No, I'm not, I'm not even Because this is a lot. Anne-Marie, hey, you're fine. You're fine. You're <laughs> wherever you're at. You live she your married life. somewhere, yeah, raising her married, family, doing her thing. Life. We love why, you. Why don't we fall in love? I hope you did. And just, mm, just yeah. She dude. did. Yeah. She most definitely did. Oh, yeah. Good for her. Uh, Anne-Marie, I want to say, is a singer out of Chicago. I don't know. Assuming. Maybe not. But she's singer. And the story that I've seen online, I looked at this a couple days ago, so I, there might be new updates. But um, at first, it was like, caught boyfriend cheating, shoot him in the head. And then the next story I saw was not even the boyfriend. It was the side dude that was cheating or that was fucking somebody that wasn't because that's not cheating. That's just the name of the game, folks. That's being single. And shot him in the head. And I'm just. And granted, I know that this is not like the the same, you know, she's, you know, I think a budding artist thinks she has a following. But I'm just like, yo, this shit is it wasn't even it's not even her. Like, you know, whatever she's going through. I just always get caught up now as a habit. I like I need to just see, you know, let's see where people's heads at. Right. And people never fail women folk in this particular situation. Lady folk. Lady folk just never fail to be you don't know what she's going through. He must have and I was like, Now, now let's keep I'm not picking sides, but it's now a couple months ago, you know, Tori said Achilles and you know you know just bang, you know what I'm saying like uh, Tori said Tori apparently went full Paris and said heels in the name of Zeus like allegedly because nobody knows what's going on with we that, don't so. know what's going on with that so allegedly and it was like fucking hellfire brimstone and I'm like yeah you know because if that if, if everything that that makes it is then you did risk somebody's life you don't know which way a bullet can go left right cool this particular situation there is no who knows what a it said bullet head like there is no scenario where like on best case scenario there's maybe some vegetableness going on if he does get some stuff back i don't know but like you know if he does if he if he comes back perfectly fine it's a miracle beyond miracles right so i'm just like why where is the uproar? Like, why is there even remotely any, like, you don't know, to the head, my nigga? Like, you did, it wasn't, that's not even like a wild shot him in the leg, I'm angry. That's a tart, like, in the head? That's, what? What's, what? Because it's uncomfortable. And that goes back to the whole leaning into Thank that. Thank you, Moni. Keep <laughs> the same fucking energy. Yes, right. right. Thank you. We appreciate you, Moni. Um, it goes back into the whole leaning into discomfort to find your growth. Like within that situation, you're really uncomfortable with the fact that your side dude is messing with somebody else, even though he's your side dude. I don't even want to accept accountability for the fact that I'm upset that you have the freedom to do whatever you want to do and I'm doing wrong. 
but I'm going to paint this picture to where it's me who's the victim because I don't want to accept accountability. I don't want to step into that discomfort to grow and become a better person. And then I react completely off the wall and do something that makes absolutely no sense to a rational, logical individual. Granted, I understand mental health and emotional well-being and whatnot can cause you to do crazy things, but Although I'm an advocate for it, I don't use that as an excuse to do something of that nature. Because still a part of that, I think also that's something that, you know, I've kind of like seen online or with the theme of mental health is just like giving people a pass. And like also know that that is also a realm for you to take accountability for, you know, you are in control of you. You need to develop these skills and do the work. So at the end of that, a lot of a good underlying theme of mental health is... Blame your motherfucking self, bro. Like, the only person in control of this shit, of your experience, is you. And to use her as an example, in any scenario, if that's your your side dude, you're wild as fuck. Like, you need to inventory everything within you to think that you have any type of say-so over this man's life, if that's your dynamic. If that's your actual just nigga, and y'all are in a monogamous thing, and he chose to step out, you still gotta check yourself that you're, in your fucking mind, your thing is, I'm gonna shoot him in the head. Not, okay, I need to... I need to leave the situation. I need to reestablish what got us to this place in the first place. Or I need to fucking look at me and go, oh, I've been picking a dog-ass nigga because he might have been a dog-ass nigga from jump. Either way, there's a part in there where you can go, this is your motherfucking fault. Blame your fucking self. Adjust your shit and get the fuck on. Doesn't mean you don't get mad. Doesn't mean you don't get sad. Doesn't mean you don't. But even that, nigga, you should learn, like, why do I process emotions when my first shit is to blow a motherfucking head right. off? Like, I'm a musical artist. And my first thought wasn't to make a song expressing my pain. My first thought was to inflict severe pain on another individual. That within itself is an issue. I'm so avoided of my own feelings and accountability to where I'm not even going to utilize my resources that are going to help me get through my situation. I'm just going to go to the 10 and do the absolute most extreme thing that comes to mind. Makes absolutely no sense, but that has to do with accountability, and I was going to take it into an avenue of dealing with lady folk and accountability, but before we go there, I'm going to be nice, and you know, we have some comments, you know, go back and read some of them, so we have Danny West Coast going back, this was about, you know, the whole leaning into uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. whatever. But she said it's all about the journey, not the destination, as they say, which is true. That's kind of summarizing what we were saying. Um, DLE Photography 85 said, if no one ever failed, we wouldn't have any successful people out there. Bars. Um, He also said it's like one hit wonder music artists. They never come back after that one hit because they can't replicate it. Somebody else did the work for them and they don't want to figure it out for themselves. Um Danny also said ego damage can make people do crazy things. It can, but I can't shoot you no bail because you are in control of your ego. If your ego is in control of you, that means you're out of alignment. Yeah. And if you're out of alignment, that means you're operating from your subconscious. Like your brain isn't functioning. Your emotions are running your body, which is not your emotions job. Your emotions. That's like. My third in command is in charge of the army, but nothing happened to the first two. Yeah, the niggas just sitting down somewhere. Like, because I'm not, I don't, I don't even say this thing sometimes because I talk a lot about like ego and like in my personal conversations. Of my favorite line is like, "That's that's ego. Like that's a really ego move. Like that's your pride or whatever." Right. And that's not said from a space of I'm devoid of those things, but you have to be in touch with yourself to go. Ah, I'm feeling really prideful right now. Like I'm not. That doesn't mean I'm not mad. I'm not jealous. I'm not whatever. But be able to go, hey, me, let me in, let me step in there with me. Who's who is in here? Who's got the who's got the control? Oh, ego got the controls. All right, cool. We're gonna sit down somewhere. Give me that shit back. You can sit here and have your tantrum, but I'm not going to give that motherfucker reins to the ship. It's just, oh, right. I can recognize that's it. Maybe I need to take five minutes if it's that deep. Or sit sometimes if you just can tell yourself, hey man, you having a real ego moment. You're not really coming from an honest space. That's worked a number of times, more times than I can count. And I was just like, damn. I just called it out like that. I feel way better. Right. Which I, so even how we process information, I can appreciate, like I've watched, I've been watched um, Big Mouth, Mm -hmm. the latest season of Big Mouth. And like the last three or so episodes, they're dealing with that, like how to deal with their anxiety, how to go within yourself and uh, the little mosquito. 
Yeah, and the, the depression cap, but like going towards the last episode, it's like going within yourself to realize, oh, all these different components that make me me, that I'm anxious about, they're actually good things. If I look at them this way and I piece them together in these type of ways and I sit with it for a second and I embrace it as opposed to getting all emotionally flustered, it actually works out for my greatest good. Perspective. Perspective. <laughs> Gratitude. <laughs> like the, the little gratitude frog character like yep. expressing gratitude about stuff helps get me out of my depression and anxiety because i'm calming myself down to look at the bigger picture of the situation as opposed to just emotionally reaction that's in a cartoon the introduction of those characters is like like i was already watching the show obviously for like dick jokes and funny shit of course but then i'm like As oh not. shit these motherfuckers is hitting no shit i was right. like this is this is why this comedy shit is a thing. I'm like, okay, when they said depression, I'm like, oh, nigga, this is a mental health show. Right. Fuck me, This man. whole season right. was, was dealing with mental health, anxiety, depression, but it's all within the confines of sexual deviancy. And it does, I think, uh, in, a, in some form of fashion, kind of normalize. Motherfuckers be weird. Fuck yeah, just fucking <laughs> grab him by the balls. Right. Yeah, uh, jerk me up. And you're like... You're doing really yeah. good with that voice. I mean, yeah, look, like, who hiring, nigga? Right. Like, because that, I've never done that before. Just letting you guys know right now, yeah. like, as soon as I bend over, uh, just put your finger in my ass and just... Yeah. Oh my God, I just, I'm going to have to tell my proctologist about... Like, who the fuck... Like, I feel like even though it's, it's gross, but you like, you know, I've had the conversation watching that show and I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's exactly, like, I'm, I've been a fucking 12 year old or 13 year old when this thing, when I, when they first gave me the, the handles to this, there was no instructions. This motherfucker was just up. I just like, yeah, that's, and then I'm looking at, you know, even on the women's side, I was like, oh, cause we just was, I was walking through middle school and high school thinking these motherfuckers were some pristine angels and they're dirtbags too. They're okay, the same cool. as us. We're all the same. We're just receiving information differently. Or even for the character, one of the main characters, like him going through his depression and anxiety to where his hormone monster is the old hormone monster that doesn't function <laughs> properly. But I that like, that's a play on your libido. Like, I'm in a mental space that's not healthy right right now for me, and it's affecting my physical development as well. I'm back, I'm back baby. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want me to? You don't want to I'm just that? gonna sit down right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to do, baby. I like to sit down. Yo, who? I'm, get them on the hey, fucking phone. Get the studio. We on do the voices in case anybody phone. was wondering. We we does shit. this. We are multifaceted Holy people that, here nigga, at Just a Dope Ass Podcast. That was amazing. Oh, it was it was all, like, we need to uh we need to have more black voices in the industry and I'm stepping down. All right, white whoever. Hey, you want to hire more black y'all people? Motherfuckers hiring. Asby Brown, Asby Brown all day long. But uh, I say all that to say like these are different forms of us receiving information that if we're not conditioned to really see below the surface, you're just going to look at it as oh this is just a disgusting ass cartoon. Facts. For adults. Like, no, there's underlying tones that are really telling you things. Rick and Morty. That's all I'm in. I mean, we've already sung Rick yep. and Morty's praises for all year, but that's yeah. that's nothing new. But we have to be able to sit outside of ourselves and really take information what it, for what it is as opposed to emotionally reacting. So even as it comes to this week with the whole first people was it the first two, three people in the UK receiving the vaccines and everybody's like, yeah, we got vaccines in it. As for here, for a lot of us uh, melanated folk, especially here on this show, you can kiss my ass with that vaccine. I'm not taking it. And people were like, I had one person that they hit me up on IG and they were like, oh, so you're a non an anti-vaxxer or whatever terminology. And I was like, first off, this is the wrong spot because you can use whatever terminology you want to try to demean what I'm saying. But I have historical documentation to show that we as brown people should not be trusting some random ass vaccine that took less than a year to make, at least to our knowledge. But then what happens the next day and the day after that? Oh, the first people that took the vaccine had severe reactions. And if you have this type of allergy, you should. Oh, you guys didn't think about that beforehand. But the same thing we were saying, you shouldn't be testing stuff on people just so you can bail yourself out like you. You're doing crash test dummy shit that you've been doing all throughout history. And you want us to sign up and be the first in line. But you're not respected perspective. You're not receiving the information below the surface because you're emotionally reaction reacting i'm tired of being in the house i'm tired of covid i'm tired of yeah. quarantine i want to go outside and get drunk and be a whore 
That's what I want to do. I want outside to open up. Like, you know, you can go hike. Like, outside ain't never closed. There's, you can go do stuff, but you're waiting for a vaccine that is going to give you a third leg and not the one that you would like to have. <laughs> and you're going to be wondering what the fuck, even with the polio vaccine. It showed, like, the polio vaccine for a lot of the people that got that. It was thousand, almost 100,000 people that took that vaccine ended up developing cancer 20 or something years later. Why? Because they going, didn't test it properly. I'm not even going back to polio. I'm like, I'm I'm going to say, and even to, to, like, piggyback, you know, Riz's whole, like, clothing line fucking thing he's been pushing is, it's not like the Tuskegee experiment was, like, 400 years ago. It was not. You know, and these people that were in these spaces that had the power to make these decisions are still the same people. It's not like they just up one day and was like, oh, yeah, we give a fuck about black and brown people. It's like, okay, I need to figure out a way to do this more submersively. And there's enough, if you just, you know, not to be conspiracy theorists, but, motherfucker, for your own well-being, you owe yourself, your family, your kids, the people around you that you care about to look at this shit with a bit of a fucking clear eye like it shouldn't just be some desperate i want to get fucking vaccinated so we can be outside what's the point of being b- back outside if you motherfuckers are gonna die or like you said grow a fucking foot from your chest because they <laughs> didn't test this shit properly or you're or or it's nothing like you know it, it doesn't work the way it's not as effective so you know it only fuck you know it only helps you out I don't know, nigga, 90 days. Right. And the next 90 days, I'm susceptible. Well, bitch, what the fuck was the point? I got to keep coming to get this, like, birth control now every I'm few on, months or some shit. I'm on drugs. Right. <laughs> like, you're, you're an addict, so we can get this reoccurring money from you. But not only that, what are you in a rush to go outside for? Because when outside was, quote, unquote, open, you weren't doing anything but going out and killing yourself slowly. So you're in a rush to get back to that? I want to go make bad decisions. Like, you can still make bad decisions liquor, while you're here. They ain't stopped selling liquor at they all. Ain't pe- Alcoholism has climbed, even in the house. If you want to fuck them, pull up, too. You know? Yeah, if you, want, you want, if you want to get you a nice little, you know, little, little razzle-dazzle, little something. It, Hotel's still open. IG been popping. You DMs ain't never closed. Yeah. If you want to slide in somebody, it, it doesn't even matter. Like, everything that you really want to do has been open and shout out to d because she said yes we're we're all nasty i appreciate you taking accountability thank you d he was ducking and dodging that last week trying to act like i'm not letting ice cubes and whatnot so shout out to 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 lazy b the great also uh, humbly (laughs) arrogant shout out to y'all but yes stop taking things for face value as as d says be more analytical as you should That's a new nickname. Cool Breeze, baby. <laughs> cool, cool Breeze. D, your new nickname is Cool Breeze. Oh, shit. Or, or, well, I could say Iceberg Slim. <laughs> How it feels to fuck five gum. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, go, you guys remember the, the five gum commercials? Some of you might not. Some of you shit. may. But, yes, that's that's where that reference comes. I'm glad that we understand shit, these. Man. You got to do your research, as we're saying. Some of these, some of these jokes, because you just, you got to do your research. You got to be able to connect the dots. Nigga but get, nigga get behind D, and she'd be like, you want to go north of the wall? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> nigga be back down with the free folk. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. Uh... <laughs> Exit stage left. <laughs> no, you're not. You're too short to kick us. You'll get over it. You'll get over it. But all of this, all of this kind of dials back into not kind of it does. It dials back into how we receive information. Um, it goes back to even with whatever the dude's name is. You know it. I don't. The the dating guy. Everybody's been posting oh, yeah. all these different ways of him addressing these people's issues. Granted, I talked about it last week on how I would approach it differently, but clearly he's more famous than me for his approach. So maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I need to stop trying to be an asshole and just be like a full-blown asshole when it comes to the therapy stuff. But I'm trying to be nice. But see, what you talked about last week wasn't lack of being an asshole. It was more depth to the conversation. Like, I haven't watched... Context. um, Yeah, like, people are getting mad at him and not taking into account, like, he's not... For what he's talking about, for that specific angle, he made perfect sense. And it's more so, I was listening to um, 
the Zoe What show, and they talked about it, and he was, and he got on, you know, Zoe's going to do Zoe. Right. So it was like depth and actually people understanding, okay, well, now you should really kind of get into what the fuck you're in a relationship for. Right. Because if you're in a relationship for all these superficial things, he's a thousand percent right. Now, if you get into it, but that requires as much as people say, I want a, I want a relationship with depth and, and a partner and a fucking I want oh, a good man that's going to treat me right and nice things. and strong. That open and my third eye and spiritually move. In order to have that, no, you, don't. you have to be receptive to that and give that yourself. But that also means you need to broaden and recontextualize what a relationship really means. Now, if a relationship is money, hoes, clothes, uh, you know, and all that shit, then he's 100% right. Now, if you want to, like, disregard what he said and get to the depth of a relationship, but you would have to maybe deal with the fact that a man's currency is outside of his wallet. If a woman's currency is outside of her pussy, then, yeah, you should appreciate him for, you know, he works at the motherfucking sit go. But when he's in this house and when he's around us, like, he fucking, like, whatever it is that you need spiritually and mentally, like, he does that. Well, then, motherfucking, like, now we now you can disregard Kevin Samuels. But if you're looking for six-figure madness and that's your barometer for relationship, what the motherfucker you get what you pay for? Exactly. And that's kind of what he was talking about with the latest one as far as, like, the lady... Now, granted, I can see that the lady was operating from a space of lack. Yeah. She definitely had some sort of depression, which was causing her to make... Ain't no good with that. Right. But you saying you're... you're, Are you calling me because you want pity or sympathy? Because that's not what you're going to get. You know that you're not going to get that here. So either you're looking for a pity party to try to validate the feelings that you know are not accurate and are not true, or you're a fucking sadist and you wanted to call in so I can talk shit to you because that's the only way you can get some attention and make yourself feel good because that's what you really value. Wait, is that sadist or masochist? Say to Mascus. I just say both sometimes just because I always I think forget. Say this is the ones who want to inflict pain to Mascus. Mascus is the ones that like pain. Beat my ass emotionally. <laughs> some people some people like that because that's, that's what she's used to. I keep choosing these guys that physically abuse me or I, I give them the freedom to physically abuse me and I don't stick up for myself or leave or whatever the case is. Granted, I understand it's difficult, but I keep choosing the same type of individual that treats me the same way. And then I'm calling into your show because I want you to verbally do the thing that I'm comfortable with because I don't want to get outside of my comfort zone and really focus on myself. That's one thing he said, too. And I feel like that ties into every day, literally every single day I can at least for the past some odd months, I can find somebody, man, woman or child <laughs> that says manifested into existence. If you think it, you will achieve it. If you're around, you know, this many people, you'll be the fucking the next millionaire, so on and so forth. And everybody like, like you know, y'all post that about businesses. My fuck is post that about, you know, getting into school. But niggas ain't shit. Bitches ain't shit. Somehow you're going to manifest a great partner. Um, you know, your best friend's a hoe, you know, your other best friend a hoe, this your homeboy a fuck nigga, and this other homeboy a fuck nigga. But somehow you're gonna be this great ama- you're this you're the one that's the great amazing woman or dude. And I, like the idea that once again, like perspective of looking at things singularly, like this thing hits you on other levels, but you don't really want to fuck with that over here. No. I like having a business and it makes me but you can have all the money in the world and be unhappy as fuck. Like you yep. should all the struggle you feel getting your business off the ground is the same struggle you should be prepared to feel trying to get your relationship off the ground. Right. Does it have to be as grueling? Who the fuck knows? But you should you should be prepared for the war, nigga. I might do all the fucking workouts in the world ready for like a grueling battle across the field. And we just pass all day. And nigga never touched me. Right. But I need to be prepared to fucking nickel and dime. I need to be prepared to do a bunch of runs and we just got to nickel and dime it down the field. Now, if I can get these bombs off and we win, perfect. But if I never practice my run game, I'm super fucked. You could be the best team in the world, sticking with the whole football analogy. As a former football player, we practice fourth down drills. Like worst case scenario, we got to practice for worst case scenario. We practice two minute drill. All these things that are putting us in the worst case scenario, we're practicing that just in case we get there and we don't fucking lose our shit and end up losing the game because we don't know how to react in these situations. We're not looking for the frou-frou. Everything's first and 10. Let's throw. That's not what we're doing all day because we're looking for what feels good. But a lot of people do that when it comes to their relationships. I'm going for what feels good right now and then I'll figure out how to deal with the adversity later or i may not even have to deal with the adversity because this is going to be absolutely perfect from start to finish i'm going to be wonderful and they're going to worship me because i'm special and we're not going to have any type of butting of the heads or anything they're just going to listen to me and give me everything i want news flash bitch that's not how it's going to work 
That's not how anything works. If you're not approaching it, figuring out not to be a pessimist, but figuring out how or if I can work through the bad times with this person, you're not really approaching a relationship properly, in my opinion. Because I want to say, hey, if something goes wrong, can I deal with this person? Now, from a personal aspect, I've been like mom, single parent, but my parents were teenagers. So I've grown up my entire life knowing fucking gonna lead to kids if you do this shit wrong. Mm-hmm. So everybody that I've even, even if I just had a sexual relationship with them, I was, if I got this person pregnant, you have to deal with could I deal with this ever. person? And I've had people be like, well, how can you pass? Like you, you're able to pay. Yes, I can pass on vagina. I do not care. I got two hands and I can figure this shit out myself or I can meditate myself to an upper level being of just peace and tranquility in my own wait, space. Do you think niggas? Yes. Oh, wait, time Yes. Out. Already finished. Yes. But you think niggas is going to get these secondary degrees to make this hot top tier cash? And you think niggas, you niggas can afford to get motherfucking uh, cars that you can't pay for and unnecessary jewelry and I'm not going to buy the... Uh, Ass Pussmatron 7000 with, with the Kung Fu grip and the heated puss seats. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm. you going to never get no pussy like this. No, but this motherfucker right here, that thing got a hemi in it, bitch. And it doesn't fucking cause me any stress. At, at all. And that's in the meantime. I'm not even going to not look for love. But in the meantime, I'm not going to sit here and deal with no fucking insanity. Not even that. It's not. It's not even that people don't look for love. It's the understanding that... Love doesn't have to come from outside of me. Attract love. If I love me and I live this life as if I'm receiving all the information that I need in a positive way, I'm looking for the positive in these situations. I'm constantly bettering myself. I'm constantly looking for that silver lining. I'm going to attract all these positive things to my life in the first place. So I don't have to chase shit. Bars. What am I chasing something for when I know it's going to come to me at its right opportune time anyway? I don't need you specifically. Now, that's what he said on, on that, in that clip, and that's what, so that's what everybody's been saying, but motherfuckers like to hear it in whatever way that makes you feel better, is even at that level that it's your fault. Like, after the third or fourth motherfucker... Like you're attracting this into your life, right? Like I you know, want this here. Yeah, like you know, if you have, especially if you can like dial it back and go, I've had four, five relationships and they all were volatile. Well, you're like cut and dry. But some people, I you know, like to divvy it up. Like, well, this one hit me. This one cheated on me. This one stole money. This one didn't talk. Okay. Well, even in that regard, maybe you're looking at relationships instead of like. You know, relationships do teach you lessons. So maybe your lesson is to stop maybe trying to force something to be the end-all, be-all. Or maybe you're not looking at it like, oh, every time I'm in a relationship, there's a new fucking thing. It might be, it might take relationship eight to get it right or whatever the fuck. But motherfuckers be on five and be like, I need to make this work. It don't. This person taught you the lesson they were supposed to teach you. Right. And just because you were with them three or four years, that's a waste of time. No, man, it took you three or four I went to school for, for four years. I'm going to school now for another you know what seven eight months whatever like (laughs) you all these time frames it takes you however long it takes you to learn the lesson right like so you're not making and you're gonna keep getting that same test over and over until you pass it and then when you pass it guess what's gonna happen you gonna get a remixed version of that test to see if you really paid attention and you really learned it or if you just cheated on your test and also like if you found the love of your life tomorrow like you niggas wouldn't go through you wouldn't know what the fuck to do if you found your love of your life tomorrow because you're not the love of your own fucking life there's a lot of us that we don't fully completely trust and love ourselves but you're searching for that from somebody else you want somebody else to come in and validate your bullshit. You're not looking for a relationship, not a healthy one. You're looking for some sort of expectation that's selfishly built into what you want, which is not a relationship. And it's going to validate you for a short period of time. That's why we have things such the honeymoon phase. And then when it fades, then what? Because the adversity has to come. It's like stocks. They're not going to continuously rise all the time. At some point, there's going to be a dip. And what are you going to do? Are you going to pull your money out? Are you going to wait it out? Are you going to look at the trajectory of how this has been for the last three, four, five months, six months, a year, five years? Are you really paying attention to the trajectory of this stock? Or are you just basing it on this is going to be something that I want necessarily for me? And I'm only caring about my wants and needs and expectations. It's a lot of pictures of of other happy people on boats. 
that's me and somebody's son or me and somebody's daughter. Like that's that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I've been said happy person in another country that I could take a picture with somebody that I was there with and it looks wonderful. We was arguing like shit before this we ain't spoke to each other in the last six hours. We in another country of happiness and we both upset over some dumb shit. I've I've been there. So don't let them pictures fool you just because somebody pulled their money together to pay for something and you say, you know what, I'm not backing out of this because I paid for it. Doesn't mean that they're completely happy. I'm just sticking with my investment. Right now, the stock is declining. We are crashing. But I'm going to figure out how to ride this shit out until there's an upper tick to get at least break even in my investment and make this shit happen. So that leads me to my quote of the day before we get out of here. Lovely. My quote of the day. Expect nothing and accept everything. Accepting things gives you the ability to problem solve from them and move on. Be able to pay attention to how you're receiving information. Be able to pay attention to how you're communicating and how you're being communicated to. Look deeper than just that surface of what you're receiving for any type of interaction that you're going through. Like dig a little bit deeper. Pay a little bit more attention to what's actually going on and accept what is. Stoic as fuck. It could be a fucked up situation in theory, but if you just accept it and you really start to sit with it and look at it, I'm sure you can find nine times out of 10 something that's positive about that situation that you can take from it that will help propel you upward and onward. If you're not going to do that and you're just going to frantically be reactionary, you're not end up going you're not going to end up maneuvering the way you need to maneuver to get yourself out of said hole. You're just going to keep digging a deeper and deeper hole. So again, expect nothing, accept everything. Accepting things gives you the ability to problem solve, problem solve, problem solve, not cry about it, not vent to somebody without seeking some sort of solution like problem solve because you really want to make a change. You want something to change, which is most likely going to be you. You're going to have to change yeah. just to let you know. Problem solve for them and then move on. Yeah, it all starts with you. Comes you. From you. It's accountability. Like, the worst situation. Like, yeah, you know, it's, I don't know how many times you've said this. The worst situation. A motherfucker could be 90% the trash problem of this fucking relationship. But if you don't, if you spend your entire time focusing on their 90, you've left your 10 over here. You're going right. to carry that 10 to the next thing. Fuck the part is your 10 in this situation might be 70% the next one. So, you know, fucking just deal with that shit. And then right. deal with the next shit. You're always going to be full of shit. You, it's enough to deal with me. I, like, what the fuck are you trying to fix this motherfucker? So fix your shit. And then y'all kind of, that's teamwork. Like, if you If you focus, Bill Belichick, do your job. Focus on your job and your job alone, and it's going to make us champions. Don't focus on everybody else's job. You can know their job just so you're aware and you know how to approach them in certain situations, you but let them do as their job. As it correlates with your job, too. Right. Like, like, I know how this works together. So I know if you do your job this way, that helps me do my job this way. I'm not trying to do it for you. I just need to focus on my component, not to be selfish about it. Not to be selfish. You can be self-centered enough to understand that I have to focus on me to make sure that I'm not fucking all this up for everybody. But be self-centered in a positive way to understand I trust me and I'm going to focus on me and my role within all of this. And I'm going to trust you to focus on your role within all of this as well. Because just like my situation starts with me, your situation starts with you. And then when we can both focus on our components, that makes a us or a we. If we can't do that because I'm worried about your job. That means I'm not focusing on mine and nothing happens. And we sit here pointing each other's faces and bitching and moaning and complaining or shooting people in the fucking head or rushing to get a vaccine that really has no scientific study to back it up or calling into a dating person and complaining about something that's completely your fault. All these things correlate. I feel bad that I had to like look this up so I make sure I say a name right. But I want to say rest in peace to Gramfam Natalie Dessel. You know, y'all saw her on BAPS. She recently passed this week. Yes. And we just found out, you know, rest in peace to Tiny Lister. Zeus! Man. Shout out to Zeus. Big up to d Just lost you. I think he, he passed at like 3 a.m. this morning, but we're just not kind of hearing about it. But That's good. It's family at time. Yeah, they, they had time to process it. These people lived good lives. So as we depart here from Just a Dope Ass Podcast, remember, we thank you for tuning in. Catch us here every Tuesday, I mean, every Thursday and Saturday. Make sure you go download the Good News app if you want to be able to participate with us in the chat. If you want to be able to listen to us live, you can follow the actual 
podcast page on Instagram. Just just make sure you fuck with your boys because we actually Indeed. we drop gems. I think we dropped gems. I think we did a good thing. We do good stuff. It's we do good quality stuff. Quality work up here. This is officially like we are like the gauntlet podcast. Like there's gems encrusted in all of this, but we are definitely we're going to create perfect balance. The gauntlet podcast is good. We're, that's that's a thing. I that's, do what I can. One more time. All right, go get you some Dab Punk. Download that app. Some a little upbeat for you guys to depart to. We'll see you guys again on Saturday afternoon. Make sure you guys tune in with us again. Remember, don't nobody else love you. We love you here at Just a Dope Ass Podcast. And love your fucking self because it all starts with you. It's your fucking fault. <laughs>